0: Welcome to the Give, Receive, Improve weekly podcast with Lisa Lam and Sawana Ali. This podcast was inspired to help new managers overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. We have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. We know, and I mean we know, the struggles and rewards of leading individuals and teams. We believe that you should not be facing your challenges alone. So let's start this journey together. To find out more, Check out our respective sites at lisalamcoach.com and SelwanaAli.com. In this episode, we will be talking about blind spots and how we can use feedback to reveal our blind spots. Talking of blind spots, I have to start with
1: something that we do every day, and that is driving. When we drive, we always look at the back and side mirrors to see what is behind us or at the left side and right side to ensure that we drive safely and do not collide with anything on the road. However, there is always a blind spot, a small area that is not covered by the back, left and right mirror. And if we are not lucky, we may end up in an accident along the way. Likewise, all of us have our blind spots, which literally means others are aware and know about a certain behavior that we have, but we ourselves are not aware and do not know about it. As a matter of fact, blind spots is one of the key areas that fall within a technique called Johari Window, created by two psychologists, Joseph Luft and Harrington Ingham, in 1955, a tool that helps people understand their relationship with themselves and others. Johari Window describes four areas of awareness, namely, arena which describes personality and behaviors that are known to self and others. The next one is an area called blind spot, which describes personality and behaviors that are not known to self, but known to others. The next area is called facade, which describes personality and behaviors that are known to self, but not known to others. And the final area is called unknown. Which describes personality and behaviors that are not known to self and not known to others. Specifically, for continuous improvement, the blind spots area, if addressed, will enhance your personal development. It will result in positive direct impact to your team and organization. So why not? Let's just explore the possibilities. Let us begin with a couple of key questions. Question number one. Can we be deliberate in determining our blind spots? And question number two. What do we do when we are made aware of our blind spots? What do you think, Lisa? Can we be deliberate in determining our blind spots?
0: so that is a great example that you shared with regards to the blind spot when we are driving a car. Now, even though a car has multiple mirrors to see the back or the sides, there is still that one spot that is hidden. That is pretty much the same for us. We might have multiple sources of information coming to us. However, there is just that still one area that we're not aware of. The question is, what is the reason behind that? Now, the answer to that question will determine whether we're able to be deliberate and intentional about uncovering our respective blind spots or not. The first question is whether we even want to know about our blind spots or not. Now, there are times we simply are not interested in knowing, therefore we do not go about intentionally trying to figure it out. There are other times you're given feedback about your blind spots without you even seeking for it. Now, if your answer to the first question is that you're not interested and you do not have anyone giving you proactive feedback, then I would have to say, just like in the example of the car, you will face more accidents than you bargain for. If you're not aware of any blind spots, accidents will happen whether you choose it or not. You will inevitably be faced with your blind spots because you are not living or working in isolation. Therefore, even if you're not interested in knowing about your blind spots, you will know about it. And just like anything in life, it is always best to be in control of the information flow instead of being hit on the head by it. So therefore, undoubtedly, the answer to your question, Sal, is yes. We can be very intentional in finding out what our blind spots are. Yes, I did use a plural for blind spot, as it will certainly be more than one. There are generally two ways of determining our blind spots. The first is to be proactive, and the second is to provide or to give permission for feedback to take place. So, let's take the first one, being proactive. Being proactive in any feedback session is probably the best way for you to get information. Now, if you have a strong culture within your team that is centered around feedback, this task should be baked into the existing process and structures. Just like any other form of feedback, it needs to be specific and observable so that you're able to identify the blind spot in your behavior or actions. And how you choose to respond to the blind spot is important too. Now, most of the time, because we don't know about a certain action or behavior, we will respond either in denial, as we just can't believe that it was something that we did or did not do, or we could be offended and thereby react defensively. Now, I think a good mindset to have is that since we don't know, and it is a blind spot after all, don't take it negatively or personally. Receive the feedback objectively. And openly and process it. Process it to determine if it's something that you would have to act upon. Now the second way is giving permission for feedback to take place. When you give your permission, it implies that you're giving them the freedom and a safety net to provide you with feedback, knowing that the intention behind it is for your own good. You would give permission to your friends or trusted advisors beforehand. You would give them permission to give you feedback when they determine that it is necessary. As your friends or trusted advisor, they should have your best interests at heart. And therefore, when they do provide you with feedback, it would be for your benefit and development. What about you, Sal? How have you dealt with your blind spots? That's a great
1: insight, Lisa. As you mentioned, we can be deliberate in determining our blind spots. I always ask questions on this like a checkpoint with people that I trust. In fact, I give them a blanket approval at the onset to just raise any type of behaviour that they think I need to improve on. For instance, just last week, a good friend of mine said this to me. Do you realise that you raised your voice when talking to the security guard just now? Well, I knew you were in a hurry, but they still deserve the respect to be spoken to nicely. So, I think uh, you should remember to do that the next time. This is an example where I was not aware of my behavior, but others do. And taking that feedback positively and acting upon it will be a definitive way to improve my behavior in the long term. Obviously, in the example that I mentioned just now, I received that feedback in good stride and captured the key learnings which I can summarize as this. Key learning number one, I take a mental note to always pace myself when talking to people regardless of situation that I'm in, whether or not I'm in a hurry chasing something for instance. I should always be present and focus on just a subject or a person that I'm supposed to engage with at that particular time. Nothing else should matter. And key learning number two, I must speak nicely with respect to anyone. Key learning number three, I ought to consistently assess myself on whether I'm living up to the desired behavior or not. Well, as a general principle, what do we do when we are made aware of our blind spots? Here are some key pointers that I find useful. Firstly, we need to listen well so that we understand what exactly the behavior that we are not aware of that we need to improve on. And then, with merit and clarity, we need to accept the feedback. Then, let's decide on the action items that we need to do moving forward. And every so often, we must perform a self-assessment to ensure continuity and stickiness. How about you, Lisa? What would you do when you are made aware of your blind spot?
0: Well, I have to say that you've handled your blind spots much better than I would have. Blind spots are not pleasant, when it is not hidden and it actually horrifies me to think that other people know and see it so clearly. Now the comforting thought is that even though they know about it, they still accept me which is a good way of handling and responding to blind spots. Now I think that the best place to start is to be kind to yourself and to the person that had given you the feedback. One of the great side benefits of blind spot lies in the fact that it is not intentional. Just like your example, cell. It was not your intention to be perceived as disrespectful. It was your action that could be perceived as such. Therefore, be kind to yourself helps you to put things into perspective. That is usually my first step. What do I do next? I would seek for more information, especially if I feel that I need to further understand or identify with a specific area. And once I have the information, I would then decide if I agree with it, and by agreeing with it, I would have to acknowledge that it is something that I need to work on. And then I would put some sort of an action plan in place to remind me to be a little bit more aware of certain actions or behaviors.
1: That's a great feedback, Lisa. If we continue listening to feedback on our blind spots and acting on those feedback, there is no doubt we will grow tremendously and will result in good impact to our team and organization. From a manager's perspective, this is definitely an area worthy of attention to establish performing teams. However, it must start with the manager, herself or himself, before she or he can establish it as a culture for the team. An authentic manager will be amazingly comfortable under her own skin to give a blanket approval to her subordinates to basically highlight any type of blind spots that will help her work better with her subordinates. If a manager can demonstrate this readiness to her subordinates, her subordinates will respond in the same manner. Cumulatively, we will see cycles of improvement among the team members. What's your take, Lisa? Do you think this will work?
0: Yeah, of course, Sal. As a leader, you have to set the tone and culture of what is the encouraged behavior. I think that as a leader, there are two other qualities that will stand out. The first is being secured and brave enough to be authentic, and this involves a growth mindset attribute. In essence, having a growth mindset will help you as a manager, to pivot towards challenges as learning opportunities. As a sneak preview, we will be covering mindsets in future episodes. So look out for the mindset uh, series that's coming up. The second one is to practice feedback in a safe and secure environment. That is probably harder than it sounds especially if you have taken a feedback personally or badly. Our natural tendency is to retaliate or to be defensive. Whatever your actions are, it will speak volumes to your team as that will determine your authenticity and security of the environment that you say is in play because your actions will speak louder than words. Now, we've covered a lot of content, so let me summarize the key areas. Number one, blind spots. We all have it. We need to know what they are in order for us to grow or develop. Number two, feedback is the key to revealing your blind spots. You can be deliberate in discovering your blind spots. Number three, give permission to your team or close friends to provide you with feedback. Number four, listen, evaluate and then act upon the feedback. Remember, blind spots are not a sign of weakness but an opportunity for you to learn and further improve yourself. Do not be afraid to uncover them. In fact, people around you already know it, so you might as well join them and know about it too. Thank you for joining us in our feedback series. We've actually covered eight separate topics on this, and so at any point in time, you can always go back to any one of those episodes that we've done in the past. Next week, we will be starting a new series around mindset. And I'm sure that that would be a very interesting topic for all of us, especially for leaders, because the mindset of the leader will determine the direction and the outcome of the organization. Find out more information, check out lisalumcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Please subscribe, follow, like, and give us your feedback as we are always looking to improving the content that we have for you. Take care and remember, You are not alone in your journey as a manager.